0: Good evening, church family. Just like to thank you guys and your pastor for having me this evening for prayer meeting. So let's just dive right in. Each year, families are spent from working so hard. Each year, families are spent from helping children with their homework that they make a plan for a vacation. Most families like to take the children places where the children can have fun, places like Disney World or Six Flags. But one year, a family sought out to take their kids out to Happy World, a place where children can play. So the father goes out and he rents a big caravan. The mom, she plans special snacks in order so that the kids will not stop and ask a whole bunch of questions of if they're hungry or if they're thirsty, or even if they need to use the restroom. This particular family They're making their way down Highway 5 as they're heading towards their destination. And the father decides to make a left instead of a right, and they get lost. The wife asks a bunch of questions saying, are we lost? Are we lost? But the husband says, I know where I'm going. Finally, when they reach the gas station, the husband, he swallows his pride he walks up to the gas attendant and says, we are lost in need of direction. The title of tonight's message is, we are lost in need of direction. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for this moment. Lord, we just ask in a special way that you just guide my thought and my minds. That as I preach, Lord, I preach to your name, honor, and glory. Anoint my tongue now, Lord, we pray and ask this all only in the precious blood and name of Jesus. Amen. In 1973, our government and Department of Defense realized that our country had a need. In 1973, they realized that we needed to be ahead of our enemies we need to be ahead that we know whatever's going on all over the globe so our country and other great scientists created a invention which is called gps gps which stands for global positioning system this gps can help the government find wherever people are at as well as this this gps can help the government know weather patterns throughout the world but god has a special gps in order for us to truly understand what it is i need for you to turn with me if you will to deuteronomy chapter 31 verses 8. Deuteronomy 31, verses 8. I'm reading from the Christian Standard Version, and the Word of God states, Moses then summoned Joshua and said to him in the sight of all Israel, be strong and courageous, for you will go with this people into the land sworn to give to their fathers. You will enable them to take possession of it, the Lord is the one who will go before you. He will be with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid or discouraged. At this point in this story, this is the time when Moses was handing over the reins to Joshua. And so Joshua was very nervous. Now, for those of you who don't understand what this particular moment is, I can give you an example. We watch sports every day, and there's a great player by the name of Michael Jeffrey Jordan. And each year we would watch somebody come in to the league, and they would try to emulate Jordan, but they could never quite live up to the hype. They could quite never live up to the pressure. You had Harold Miner, you had Penny Hardaway, but they could never be at a point of Michael Jordan. So at this moment, Joshua, he's nervous because Moses has just led the children of Israel out of Egypt and the reins is being handed over to Joshua and he does not understand how or where he's going to lead the people. And so verse eight says, God will go with him. He will be with you. He will not leave you nor forsake you. So, There is a spiritual GPS, and this spiritual GPS is called God's personal service. God's personal service. Now, there's a three-point system to God's personal service. Our very first point is belief and faith. Turn with me, if you will, to Hebrews chapter 11, verses one through three. It says, now faith is the reality of what is hoped for and the proof of what is not seen. For our ancestors won God's approval by it. By faith, we understand that the universe was created by God's command so that what is seen has been made from things that are not visible. In 1999, John F. Kennedy Jr., or the son of the former president, he flew a small airplane from New York City to Massachusetts for a wedding. Now, the contents of this story, what most people don't understand, is that John F. Kennedy had a fascination with flying. John F. Kennedy Jr. had a fascination with flying. His mind was always on Being a pilot, that was one of his most favorite things to do, John F. Kennedy Jr. But he had no understanding of navigation. Even though he knew how to fly, he did not understand navigation. And so for this, he didn't understand air or sea level. And at this particular moment, there was a crash, which killed him and his family. It says all of us face temptation and walk according to sight instead of faith. Human reason will fail us, but God will never fail us. In all relationships, trust is the eternal key. We have to have trust, whether it's in a friendship, whether it's in a marriage, whether it's in any relationship. If it's a business relationship, you have to have trust if you want to invest money in your business. The first key to God's GPS is trust. We have to have faith And believe that God has our back. Our second point is God's love. God's love. Turn with me, if you will, to 1 John verses 4. 1 John verses 4. I'm sorry. First John chapter four, verses seven. Word of God states, "Dear friends, let us love one another, for lovers of God, and everyone who loves has been born of God, and knows God. The one who does not love does not know God, because God is love." Our first point is faith. Our second is love. Jesus always spoke and shown love each and every day. God's very essence is love. If we are truly followers of God, we should love one another as we love ourselves. Chapter I mean verse 11 says, "Dear friends, if God loved us in this way, we must also love one another." No one has ever seen God. If we love one another, God remains in us and his love is perfected in us. We must love. We must love one another. When they spoke to Jesus in the New Testament, they said, which is the greatest of the commandments? It says to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, and mind. This is the greatest. But the second of the greatest is to love your neighbor as you would love yourself. If we truly want to follow God's personal service that he has for us, we need to establish belief in him. Then we need to love as he loved. Love your neighbor as you would love yourself. Finally, point number three. Finally, point number three, which points to Jesus. Jesus, who is the author and finisher of our faith. A story is once told of a young man by the name of Bridger. Now, Bridger is a loving older brother. But what you don't know about Bridger is Bridger is only seven years old. Now, Bridger recently just had a little sister and the mother would love to take them out on play dates, even though the the little girl is in a stroller. She would take the two out to the park just to enjoy nature, to watch Bridger run throughout the park and and just enjoy nature. But one particular day, there was a moment where the mother was not paying attention and she was on the phone and Bridger was there watching over his little sister. But while the mother's back was turned, two vicious pit bulls started to rush the baby carriage where the little sister stood. At this particular moment, Bridger realized what was most important, and it was his sister. So he stood between the pit bulls and his sister. At this moment, Bridger was bit by the dogs. But if you see the picture on the Internet, he embraces his scars. He loves his sister so much that he embraces the scars that he has for saving his sister's life. From these two vicious pit bulls. And so so is it with Jesus. Jesus embraces the scars for us. Jesus is our example. It says here in John 14 verses 6. John 14 verses 6. Jesus told Thomas. I am the way the truth and the life. No one comes to the father except through me. Jesus is our one true example. If we truly want God's personal service, we have to embrace Jesus dying for us. We have to embrace Jesus' example. Faith, love, and Jesus is the essential key to God's personal service. The word says our righteousness is filthy rags. We cannot obtain God's personal service on our own. We need Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. Let us pray. Our gracious and kind Heavenly Father, we thank you today for your personal service. Lord, we thank you that you take a personal interest in me. You take a personal interest in everyone that is on this particular earth. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for your grace even though we're undeserving of it lord we ask that you continue to be with daughter of Zion seven day Adventist church be with the members of the church as well as bless us lord as we prepare for this revival guide our minds guide our thoughts help us to realize that we need to go out and make disciples of men there are so many people who are lost and lord you've shown us that you have a personal service you've shown us your gps but Lord, help us to show them your GPS. Help us to be there for them. Help us to have their back, Lord. We pray and ask this all, only in the precious blood and name of Jesus. Amen.